Hello, friends, and whoa, 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 welcome to the first episode of the Heart Soul Human podcast featuring the same Jagoffs who brought you woke wasted. wasted. Woke wasted. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast, Heart Soul Human, is intended to be the Pokemon evolution of woke wasted podcast out of its youth and into its adolescence. So, Neil. <laughs> <laughs> the maturity into our adolescence. We are here, fully adolescent with you. Fully mustached up. <laughs> Neil, hello, and welcome Zachary. to our first episode. I'm just going to call you Zachary because you've matured. So oh, now you're a Zachary. Oh, yeah. Don't. <laughs> call me Eli All right. I was going to say, you're going to go Eli then. I prefer that much more. You know, I will say, I thought you were going to do a little slip up when you went, whoa, 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 welcome. I thought you were going to go, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm not even going to say it. Because that doesn't have a name anymore. It doesn't exist. It's like Voldemort. So. Oh, my God. But you'll, you'll say his name? <gasps> oh, crap. <laughs> I messed that one up. <laughs> Gasps silently. <sighs> Gasps in spiritual. Gasps in spiritual. <laughs> so, but grounded humanness. Because we're Grounded human. humanness. That's right. Yes. With a little bit of heart and a little bit of soul. So, ladies and gentlemen, and everybody in between and outside of that, the first episode of the Heart Soul Human podcast is going to be talking about Severing the connection between thoughts and emotions. The, the role that thoughts and emotions individually have in the life that we create, in the manifestations that we bring to us, and in our relationships, and uh, how, we get to, how we get to work with those. So, Neil, do you want me to get this kicked off? Let's get it kicked off. I mean, actually, let's say why, what made you really resonate with this and what made you want to share this as first episode? You know, I actually don't remember why I wrote this down, but just because um, it was amazing. <laughs> it was I a was, drop, uh, and we knew. I was meditating. I think it was like my my pre meditation con- contemplation time, where I would just sit for like fifteen minutes every night and just kind of let my mind go and let some of the energies run through me. And uh, this just kind of came up, and it's something that I think about from time to time with regards to manifestation. But I was thinking about some of the other applications of it, and the like the benefit of being able to deeply feel one's emotions and how those interplay with the brain. So to get things kind of kicked off, mm-hmm. um, the idea that thoughts and emotions together are what we use to manifest and not just like to manifest in regards to like creating things in our lives, like a job opportunity or like money or a partner or something like that, but literally just like the way that we, the way that we interact with the world and the impacts of our actions on our relationships, on our workplace, on our friends and family, obviously those are relationships and just, you know, on our own kind of mental well-being. So to kind of get things kicked off, I want to break down really quickly the, the different roles that thoughts and emotions have in this process. So if you think of manifesting something, So every possibility in the universe, all of it exists in an unmanifested state first as a probability. And you can think of this as like the quantum field, or you can think of this as like the mind of God or whatever you want to think about it as, or just some spiritual plane. All the things that you could ever possibly think of exist as kind of energetic patterns that are probabilities within this space. When you have a thought you are aligning to that probability. You're aligning to that attractor pattern. You're basically like 
using your internal spiritual GPS to find something within the unknown universe and starting to make it more known as you invest energy into it. But like I just said, you have to invest energy into it in order to activate that attractor pattern, in order to activate that potentiality or that possibility. And the way that we do that, the energy that we use in order to activate these patterns is our emotions. And for the listeners of Woke Wasted, the podcast prior to this one, they will. if you've listened to that podcast, you'll have heard me talk about the vibrational quality of emotions. The idea that, for example, emotions like sadness or anger have a have less energy in a more discordant pattern than emotions like joy or love might have. So to break it down, we have thoughts that give direction to our manifestation, and we have emotions that give energy to that manifestation. And the vision that they're giving me in my mind right now is this attractor pattern or this potential, right? We'll call it a potential first that exists in this unmanifested universe. It exists as an attractor pattern, as like a geometric shape, but this geometric shape is like layered. There's like many overlaid different geometric patterns here. And the emotion through which you engage with that thought activates a different layer or a different subset of layers of this pattern and calls it to you with a certain quality. And so I know I'm explaining this in like a really dense way. And so Neil, I want to give this to you to kind of like make more chewable and like approachable. So if I'm thinking about what you just said, the pieces that really stick out to me, I'm going to go like really, really, really one-on-one here Mm -hmm. and say it's about right the power of our intention and the energy, knowing Mm -hmm. that there's basically energy in existence everywhere. There's energy existence within us, within our souls, and there's, it's ready to do whatever it is that it's going to do for you. So then at this point, you can then, right, it's it's this like possibility, it's this potential. But as we start to think, we start to give some direction to that. So it's exactly. giving direction to that energy. And so as we talk about manifestation, right, it's bringing energy in and giving it a sense of direction. And then that starts to create this life around you. Exactly. Yeah. Like if you had all emotion without thought, like you just right. sat in, you sat in a pool of love and you never thought about anything or you didn't invest any of that energy into a thought and you just let your thoughts run by you, then you would just manifest not necessarily random things into your life that were in alignment to love, but like you would just manifest those things in alignment to love into your life that are kind of in alignment to your soul's path. Right. Um, But in, if you just thought about something and you didn't have any emotion about it, you were completely dissociated from it. um, You might not, ever called that thing to you, or you might call it to you with some random quality. Um, and so it's, it's the combination of both of these things. The idea that emotion plus thought equals intent. So you're saying is if we are just thinking that's the, that's the really great, that's a great manifestation force, right? That's the intention. Mm -hmm. If we are feeling without the thinking, what's, so what goes on without, what goes on there? without the thinking. So mm-hmm. you can almost think of, so the image that that they give me whenever I think about this is like, actually, how do I want to describe it? Because there's another image I want to come back to that I was given in a reading for somebody a week ago or so. Um, but I'll start with this one. So the image they give me is imagine every person 
is like walking around and let's say it's kind of like one of those those like scenes from a movie where they're looking at Times Square and you just see all these people walking around. Every one of those people is like a magnet or a, or an antenna with like a vibration coming off of it. And you can imagine little vibration lines, like squigglies coming off of a person. The emotion that you are holding, if you're holding it, right? If you're not just letting it pass through you, if you're like, uh, you know, attaching to that emotion and using it um, unconsciously or consciously, then that is the the vibrational quality that is radiating out of your body, your body being the antenna. And it's magnetic. Your emotions are magnetic and they call back to you. So it vibrates out and reverberates off of things and reverberates back to you. And what it reverberates back to you is things of like quality. So if I'm walking around, many of us have been here for like walking around and we're frantic and frustrated and we're just like vibrating that energy, like our pockets will get caught on the drawers of our kitchen and we'll like rip a drawer open or like we'll step on our, if we, if you don't use AirPods, you'll like step on your headphones and they'll pop out of your ears or you'll be driving and you'll, uh, you know, look out to take a, a right turn out of like a, a stop sign or something. And then you pull out and then somebody just randomly runs the stop sign and you're like, what the fuck is going on? Like, it's why, chaos. Is, why is the world so chaotic? And yeah. it's like, you are, um, you're vibrating out this kind of chaotic, frantic, disorganized energy. And that's what it's bringing back to you. Right. Similarly, so the emotions basically just, they bring back a wave of something, whatever, whatever it is that's aligned with that sort of emotion. Whereas yeah, you, the thoughts are making it a bit more directive. Exactly. You can think of the emotions as the quality and the thoughts as the what. Mm-hmm. There mm-hmm. you go. Okay. Yeah. So thank you for, thank you for like breaking that down or like getting me to break that down or whatever you want, however you want to think about it. <laughs> it's, it's like we're like a team or something. Oh, huh. oh my goodness. Wow. And it's like we had like a whole season of a podcast to get used to working with each other in each other's minds or something. Who knows? It's, it's almost weird. like we've been like really good friends for like almost two years now. And it's just, you know, it's almost like we've known each other's souls for like, you know, several, several hundred million lifetimes. So oh crazy. Goodness. Wow. Wow. Damn. Wow. 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 <laughs> <laughs> okay. So thoughts, emotions, energy. Yeah. So like I said, so there's actually another point on this that I wanted to talk about, right? I kind of want to evolve this conversation here, unless of course, there's anything more that you wanted to say about what we've already talked about. No, we're good. All right, baby. Let's keep trucking. Let's do it. Let's keep trucking. All right. So uh, I said earlier, I made kind of a, a mysterious reference to using your emotion, attaching and using your emotions uh, consciously or unconsciously, right? And I want to describe that because I feel like it's important to this process, right? And it it basically goes back to, it's almost like magic, right? It's almost like becoming a practitioner. It's almost like, um, it's, it's described in a bunch of different cultures, but essentially it can be thought of as utilizing your intent or consciously utilizing your emotions and harnessing them for manifestation or harnessing them for uh, for kind of like magic, really. I mean, I mean, it sounds really like fucking schizophrenic, but like, in I mean, some we're ways, in a magical world, honestly. We're in the fuck, dude. We're in the fucking matrix. It's crazy. We're humans in the matrix. Mm-hmm. But actually, okay, yeah. But actually, we're like souls <laughs> plugged into these human bodies. But um, so the idea, so so you can think about it. everybody's manifesting all the time. 
even if you're completely unconscious of like spirituality, like you're still manifesting. And the way that this happens is through attachment to the emotions. And this is when we're just basically attached to who we think we are, right? We walk around the world. We have all these stories running through our head, like, oh, that person blew me off or like, oh, I'm excited to go out with this person or like, oh man, I can't wait to go grab drinks with my friends or oh, my fucking boss or whatever it might be. Right. And we, we, it elicits some emotion inside of us and we believe it. We believe that emotion and we believe that thought. We get angry at our boss or frustrated at our boss for saying or doing something. And we just double down on that story. And when we believe a thought and the emotion that comes with it, we grab that emotion and we start harnessing it. We like kind of are inviting it to stay in our body and create the vibration that radiates out from us. And then we call things back to us, right? So um, if we get really excited about something and we believe the story, then we then everything we look at is exciting. If we are really frustrated with somebody or, you know, really we're activating the frustration inside of us, then everything around us frustrates us. That's making sense. Yeah. So to begin to utilize this more consciously, we first have to learn how to separate our identity or our perceived identity from our thoughts and emotions and to be able to, in some ways, like we've heard from multiple different yogis and meditators or whatever, is to have the observer awareness or the observer consciousness. And this isn't this like profound enlightened state or anything. It's just literally the ability to like self-regulate and be like, oh, fuck, I'm angry. Maybe I shouldn't yell at my girlfriend or my boyfriend right now. Maybe I shouldn't snap at my boss. Um, you know, maybe I shouldn't punch this person. Maybe I shouldn't honk my horn or whatever. Like the, the ability to recognize that you're having an emotion. And then the next step is to watch the way that emotion feels inside of you. Um, Neil, when you, when you do that, when you take that moment and you start to feel an emotion arising and you get this impulse to act from it and then you go, wait, hold on. What does that feel like in your body? It's almost like everything comes to a screeching halt. Like if you think you're driving and mm-hmm. someone cuts you off and you start to be wanting to tailgate him, you want to like rush up your middle finger or whatever, and you have to stop that. It's very, it's always very sudden because the right, the emotion is coming up very suddenly mm-hmm. too. And the way to deal with it is almost very sudden. And there's a part of it that almost still wants to yeah. come out. But the most powerful for it, piece for that is for me, it's always bringing the mind into it. And then that begins to redirect the emotion, that emotional mm-hmm. response. Because I can talk myself through it and begin to say certain things, and that just starts to slow things down and slow down mm. that reaction and becomes less sudden, less impulsive, and it starts to kind of just balance out. Interesting. Yeah. So it's almost like putting, uh, if you can imagine, like a train running on the tracks, putting something in front of it that's going the opposite direction, and they collide into each other, and then they have to, like, kind of, you know, push into each other until they come to a halt or whatever. Yeah. Um, the way that I do this is literally just by bringing like as much pure consciousness as I can to it. And by that, I mean, like, I just, I just watch the way that the emotion feels inside of my body. And I've talked about this, like a, you know, probably three dozen times on the podcast, but just like feeling the way an emotion feels inside of me. So if it's like anger or something, or 
um, nervousness or whatever. I just kind of like feel where it's at in my body and I look at it and I still have thoughts going on, but I also kind of look at those thoughts and I, I choose not to believe any of the thoughts that are coming up. And I remind myself like these thoughts that are going by with this particular quality aren't necessarily true. They're just products of they're products of this energy that I'm feeling inside of my body, right? And when I do that, it almost feels like instead of having this emotion permeate in my cells and like change the quality of my cells, it's almost like uh, it pops off and it's like inside of me still, but it's not like, it's like not being attached to me. And actually here's a really good, this is the vision that I wanted to talk about earlier that I saw in this reading. So they were talking about how this person was manifesting this particular thing into their life that was draining them. And what they showed was that there was this, this cloud of mist and it had multi, it had, a, it was like a giant purple cloud of mist and the cloud kept changing colors and the colors represented different emotions. And she was standing smack dab in the middle of this cloud and also all she could see was purple. She saw purple here and then it changed to green and all she saw was green and it was coloring the way she saw the entire world, right? And this is how it feels when we have emotions. Like the whole world is an angry place. The whole world is a violent place. The whole world is a scary place, whatever it might be. The whole world is loving. And then what they showed was that she just backpedaled out of the cloud and she was standing arm's distance from it. And anytime an emotion arose, she could see that it wasn't her whole world changing you know, it wasn't just that, you know, that these people were angry and, you know, that's scary or whatever, but you could just see, oh, this is an emotion or for her in this example, oh, this is just a cloud of mist that's changing colors. And if I want to feel it, I can stick my hand into it and I can feel it, but I don't need to be inside of it all the time. Right. So watching the emotion almost like detaches you from the cloud. And I'll say too, is like a starting piece of that too, because you're talking about, right, watching the emotion. There's a level of separation where you get to the same way if we talk about meditation, you kind of mm -hmm. just are aware of your thoughts as they come up and you're creating a separation from them. Mm -hmm. And that's part of what you're speaking to. But I think there's almost just like a step one right before you do that. And it's just the first piece of acknowledgement of like, okay, there's something coming up right now. What do I feel? I'm angry. And I think being able just to say that and mm -hmm. express that and let it out creates that space a little yeah. bit more where you get to have a little bit of a release yeah. and then start to just notice it and let it be in pass. That is true. Yeah. You're absolutely right. Yeah. So I think we're both, we're both making sure that like what, what each other are saying isn't being misinterpreted. Right. Cause like, yeah, you know, what Neil isn't saying is that he just spends all day ruminating with his thoughts on the emotion and what Neil is talking about with me is that I'm not saying that I just like an emotion comes up and I don't think about it at all. Like I don't really have that capability. What we're both speaking to is like what Neil is saying, some kind of identification initially, and then removing ourselves even from that identification, but like using that identification to get like the momentum to stop. Is that kind of what you're saying? Yep. And that's exactly what I'm saying. Zachy Boo. Hey, yeah. <laughs> uh, so at this point, uh, we have two different options with our emotion, right? So like Neela said, you've identified it, you've stopped it in its tracks. And then what I'm saying is now remove the identification of that being anger or this being anxiety or whatever, and then just feel it in your body and step out of the cloud. And now there are two different options. 
you can either just continue to observe the feeling and let it dissipate and just let the mist blow away, right? And this releases the stored, the storehouse of that emotion in your body and elevates your vibration. This is a very tried and true way to do this. Another thing that we can do is to consciously grab back onto the emotion and utilize the energy of it like a beam, right? Like we have the stored energy and then we can use our thoughts as like a direction and then beam that emotion at the thing that we're thinking about to try and manifest it or bring it to us, right? So let's say share what practically what that looks like a little bit more. Perfect. Yeah. So I'll, I'll use this one because this is just a really nice one. I've been talking a lot about like lower lower vibe emotions, but let's say you fucking just love somebody. Like you're you're not like not like attached to them, right? Not like codependent on them, not desperately needing them. Those are different things. Like you love somebody, your heart, you could just feel your heart cracking open to them and you like, they could slit your throat and you would just be like, I fucking love you, you know, or you would, but you, you probably, you think, yeah, you, you just, <laughs> and then the little ghost you comes up and say, okay, yeah, I just fucking love you. You just killed me. Like, but I love you. <laughs> Yo, you just killed that shit, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but so your heart is really fucking open and you'll notice that in those moments, like sometimes you get this urge to just like and this is, a, this is probably a more masculine quality, but like you get this urge to like press that emotion into the person and you don't like necessarily do anything like verbally or physically like your, your natural, you know, kind of subtle body language will change because it's your emotions. But like, it's almost like you feel this like cloud or like aura of this vibration or emotion around you. And you like just direct it at them and you just like press that into them and you'll see their body language change. Like they'll giggle or they'll get happier. They'll smile at you or they'll look at you if they're look, if they're not looking at you and like, or you can do that or you could literally say something to them and it doesn't have to be, I love you, but it could just be like, like, Hey, how you doing? Or whatever. Right. But like you're in, you're like pushing that emotion into those words and it just carries this like impact of vibration with it. Um, and that, that changes things, right? Like that changes the quality of the thing that you're directing it towards. So on the non-good vibe side, so what about, I mean, let's just go with the, someone cuts you off example. Okay. So what, how, what do you go from that point? Cause I think I love good things. I love good vibes. But when things are good, we're not thinking that we need to do anything with it or change it. But if someone practically, you know, wants to apply this for a rough moment in their day, yeah. where are they going? I mean, what I will say is that in some good emotional states, like your desire is to share it with other people. So you'll want to like press it into people. Mm -hmm. But um, you can use the example of getting cut off or like the example of like somebody triggering you in a conversation. Like this happened to me yesterday. Um, and I just had like oceans of, of like negative emotion running through me. And I just like, I just got quiet and like, let the person have their space to be, you know, having their emotional process that was triggering me. And I was just letting these like waves of emotion crash through, crash through my insides. Um, and I was acutely aware that I was watching it and just feeling these vibrations move through me. And like my, you know, my, oh, my physical impulse was to like, just snap on the person, not to yell at them, but just to say the thing that they needed that I felt from that emotional state that they needed to hear. 
and like put them into perspective, right? And I knew that if I did that, I knew that if I responded out of frustration and anger and like judgment, that I would just harm our relationship, my, my friendship to this person. And I would also cre- like create greater emotional suffering in this person who was already going through emotional suffering. So instead I just stopped it, right? Like you're saying, I was like, I'm just frustrated. I've had a long week, right? Or I am just frustrated. This thing that this person is doing happens to hit one of the triggers that I know I have. Like this isn't an authentic emotional response. This is a wound response. And I just took note of that, like you were talking about, Neil. And then I just let it move through me. And as I created a little bit of separation from it, where I wasn't so like viscerally stuck to it, I just told the person like, you know, I'm just being quiet and I'm just giving you space to have your process, which was true, right? I was giving them space because I knew that anything I had to say was not going to help, right? And I was like, you know, I, I don't really have anything that I can say to this. So I'm just giving you space to have this and I'm, I'm here, right? And so what I did was basically just prevent myself from acting through these emotions that I know would be harmful, right? You know, it might feel good in the moment to act on anger. And I always give the analogy of like, if you're like laying on the carpet with your shirt off or something, and you like try and scratch an itch by rubbing your shoulder blades into the carpet and it feels really good. And then afterwards your back is like itchy and dry and scratched up because like <laughs> the carpet's not good for your back. Right. Um, and that's always how anger feels. That's a really good example, by the way. I'd like <laughs> never thought about it. You've never said that one to me. Really? Like, oh, that was really good. Yeah. <laughs> I think I said it to enough people who were like, looked at me weird that I was like, am I the only dude who like... <laughs> <laughs> likes to rub my back on the carpet yeah. like a bear like a dog sitting there like squirting around through your back in the carpet yeah exactly <laughs> can somebody scratch me uh, so how does this work in your life then how do you have any like um examples of of you doing this in your life so i'm actually just going to share my own process and whatever's coming up right now <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, oh man. See, we didn't change. <laughs> <laughs> Still just hum and creed at each other. For me, um, what's coming up for me? There's times if, this is actually a very different sort of scenario, but there's times for me in the past, if I really feel, if someone's giving me some criticism, mm-hmm. it can bring up a lot within me. And there's an immediate response of just like to get really defensive or just kind of like check out and just walk away. And when my process for this has been to just really acknowledge my feeling as well as I guess step two is acknowledge that they're also trying to help me in the best way that they can. Mm -hmm. And then instead of, this feeling that I get where like, I just feel like I'm like under pressure. Like there's a heat that builds up in me. There's this Mm. like energy building up in my chest and I've been able to separate from that feeling. So this is actually a little bit different than your process. I've been able to separate that feeling and see it for what it actually is for me. And what I've come to see is like that same buildup of the heat and just like energy in my chest, as much as that could be seen as something like, I feel pressured. I feel, you know, nervous. I feel defensive. Well, there's all this like emotion coming out of me. 
more recently, that's been more so like, oh, this is my power. Like, that's what's building up. There's my own inner fire in a really grounded way. So mm-hmm. I can just kind of root my feet in the ground, acknowledge that and feel that and allow myself to see that emotion as what it actually is for me. And then all mm-hmm. of a sudden that physiological emotional response that's kind of negative just melts away and I can just stand there and be good. God, you know, the image that came to me, sorry, I'm staying away from the microphone. The image that came to me (laughs) when you said that was like, um, it's almost like avatar, like the airbender type of thing. Mm -hmm. It's like, not that I watched the show that much, but I've seen clips and uh, you were like standing in this fire. Somebody says something to you and you lit on fire and you, it was, Mm -hmm. it was burning them and it was hot and uncomfortable for them, but it hurt you more than it hurt them. Right. Like they're a little blistered from it, but you're literally on fire. And it's like when you took the second to be like, "Mm, like, here's all this shit. And then you realize, oh, this is my power. Like the fire comes off of you and turns into this big ball and you start doing like kind of Tai Chi-esque movements and the fire starts flowing around you into an organized pattern that you can use, right? I mean, that's the thing about fire. It's alchemical. It burns things. It deconstructs them into their most basic molecular constituents And then from that point, it can be reutilized by nature and reutilized by the organizing forces of the universe into something greater, right? And so you can use this fire within you not to burn down everything within you that you have constructed for yourself, but to remove it from you and to utilize it to burn down those negative patterns in your life that no right. longer serve you and to release the the neutral energy within them that is trapped within a, a negatively uh, a negatively coherent or rather incoherent structure. One of the things that I'm thinking about right now is, yeah, I think you said the word alchemize and that's mm-hmm. kind of what's coming up. And like, there's, there's almost like a third option of, or actually not even third option, but maybe a third step as you mm-hmm. begin to be with those emotions and you can witness them and allow them to just be, and they kind of just begin to melt away. There's almost like a reclaiming of your power or seeing that emotional response with you from another mm-hmm. light. It's like seeing beyond that emotion, mm-hmm. not actually no, seeing beyond that response into what the truth is of the matter. And it's almost like there's, there's another deeper part of you waiting to be seen as this emotion is coming up to surface, there's something beneath it coming up with it. Mm, yeah. There, there's like some kernel of truth attached to it. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, or even just some string of karma attached to it. Right. Yeah. So like, it can be like a trigger thing where there's like, okay, there is something for me to see within that, but then yeah. it can also be, I don't think there's a word for this, but it's a good part, a great part of me, a deeper, powerful, you know, whatever aspect of you that is also coming up with this thing. Right. When we flip. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, no. You're good. You're good. We've talked about this a little bit on the podcast. And like, I was talking about, uh, alchemizing lower vibrational emotions into their more virtuous form forms, right? So like anger turning into self-righteousness, turning into righteousness, turning right. into justice, right? At the highest level, right? So these negative emotions, like they do, they're like, if you can almost imagine like a ball of light that is your soul or like this, you know, oval of light that is your soul. And it's this brilliant gold white light, but some of it, like half of it or a third of it or whatever is like a dark light. It's like this deep black purple light that like radiates. It's almost like anti-light that radiates out from it. You know, it almost like steals vision away. 
And these are all parts of your soul and that's all light and therefore all information. And it is of your soul. So it is, or like of this aspect of your soul. So it does come with some information about your true innate character. And as light workers on, on like the path of service to others and alchemization of all things into love and light, um, we get to transmute that darkness through this process. And when we transmute that darkness and subsume it in love and subsume it in light, it elevates into its higher character. It elevates into, you know, whatever it, whatever it's meant to be at its highest vibrational quality. I think that's, yeah, that's exactly what we're talking about through this whole process. So what's mm -hmm. the tie-in of thoughts to this mm -hmm. emotional process that we've been speaking to? Yeah. So, so let's think about it with a, a relational dynamic. There's something that we okay. want, right? So let's think about, um, let's think about jealousy, uh, for example. So this is, I mean, this is something I've struggled with my whole life and it's better now, but I still get moments of it. So <clears throat> I have, uh, I have two friends who uh, are involved with each other and as their, their relationship has been moving kind of like slowly into like evolving out of friendship and into something more like romantic and like, uh, like romantically loving. And as they get closer and closer, my jealousy arises out of fear of being left out or left behind, you know, this kind of, this kind of fear that the, the dynamic of our friendships will change because of the closeness of theirs in a way that I can't follow them into. Right. And so I get this pang of like envy and frustration and what I desire is to be seen and loved by them. Right. And what the emotion of jealousy or envy or frustration tells me to do is to distance myself from them. It says, you know, spend less time talking to them, walk, you know, not walk away from them physically, but like walk away from them emotionally. And if you create that distance, if you lean away from them, then they'll reach out to you. And if they reach out to you, then that proves that they love you. Right. That's like the, that's like the subconscious narrative of it, you know, that I'm bringing to conscious light. Um, and that's really all that enlightenment is. It's bringing the subconscious into the conscious and, and loving it and bringing it into the light of awareness. Uh, and when I see that, it gives me the opportunity to, instead of walling myself off with these, um, with these ego defenses, right? These lower vibrational qualities, instead of walling myself off from them in order to get them to come in, I have the opportunity for two things to one, stand true in my own emotions and my own power and to in fact hold space for the blossoming of their relationship by maintaining a stalwart friendship to them and a stalwart love for them. But it also gives me the opportunity to continue to open my heart to them, even if I'm scared that it's going to be broken, right? And to continue to find ways to deepen my love and deepen my access to the love that exists within my heart, right? So that's kind of like what this process looks like. I could direct a negative energy at them with the thought of like removing myself, or I could direct myself towards thoughts of towards thoughts of a different future where I support them wholly and that my love kind of envelops their relationship and is fertile soil for them to grow in to their soul path with each other. Yeah. And I think... I mean, there's like, on like this moment I'm seeing, like you're in that situation, the jealousy comes up, the trigger comes up. 
And the question that comes up for me is you almost like you get to ask yourself, it's like, okay, I'm feeling this shit, but mm-hmm. what do I want to come back to me? Do I want a separation or do mm-hmm. I want more closeness? So what do I do in order to bring that happen? Right. Cause ultimately we're talking about like our thoughts or emotions and the way they're expressed and directed is a manifestation process. It brings something back to us. Yeah. So, you know, exactly. It's just like, that's your pause right there. I was like, okay, I'm feeling some shit right now. What do I want back to me? What do I want? Okay. So how, how do I align to that? Yeah. And I, I want to actually highlight something there. It's that I, that I forgot to kind of tease out of that the first time around is that mm. the fear, right. Was that I would be left behind and <laughs> the solution that fear came up with was pull away. Right. So Make it was telling me left behind already. <laughs> it was telling me to separate myself when my very fear was separation. Right. <laughs> because mm-hmm. it would protect me. Cause at least I, at least I had control over it happening. I was right. leaving them and not the other way around. You know, fear tells us it's protecting us. It is not. It's protecting us just in the way that we don't actually want it to. Is it, <laughs> is it, it it's creating the very same pain that we're, that right. we're trying to avoid. Right. And it's just telling, and it's creating this armor around us, this callus around our hearts and ultimately creates a chronic level of suffering that might not be as acutely painful as having your heart broken, but is living this life of like chronic emotional illness yeah. um, instead of learning how to be bold and have courage and align ourselves to something higher and to choose to allow our hearts to keep opening, even if it hurts and to allow the love to subsume the pain and transmute even that into love. And we do this enough times. And every time we do this for something, every time we love something, through that thing can no longer hurt us emotionally because we've already loved it. It's already a part of us. It's already a part of who we are. Get to the phrase that's coming up is like open beyond the emotion or love beyond Mm. the emotion. Cause you Mm. get to be with that emotion, acknowledge it, validate it, let it just work through its process and then move beyond it. And you get to receive beyond that emotion back to you. I love that. I do too. Yeah. That was a nice little drop. You get to receive beyond that emotion. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. that is, I mean, that, and that, yeah, that's true. Because um, love isn't really an emotion. Um, it's just an energy, right? It's a vibration. It's a field of, it's an ocean of energy that we can align to. But what we think of as love as an emotion is actually just like infatuation. It's addiction, right? It's Probably lost brain. in some ways. <laughs> huh? Yeah, exactly. It's the reptile brain or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Damn. Boom. Boom, 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 boom. How about that for some heart, soul, human? I think we hit on all levels. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. I think we really did, actually. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty we dope. We went heart. We went soul. We went human. So, <laughs> boom, 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 boom. Emotions and thoughts to manifest bang, your magic. Bang, mate. <laughs> well, brother. My guy. My dude. Our audience. Boy. Doctor. Oh, be. shit. <laughs> to be that's right yeah yes yes a million times yes <laughs> yes all right brother any final messages about this subject from you today even when it's hard guys keep opening up that's your way through honestly that is the magic if there is a mic drop moment that we can say is go beyond it open up just a little bit more mm-hmm. and it'll get that much easier maybe mm-hmm. tough the first time 
but it's magic as it happens over and over and over yeah. and your the, life will change. The next step is always, is always there in your knowing. That doesn't mean you get to know what it looks like at the very end. That doesn't mean you get to know if you get heartbroken or not, but you know in your heart what the next right step is and you can choose to walk away from it or to take it. I suggest you take it. I suggest you take it. Receive, 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 receive. You deserve to. Well, we need a name for this audience, for the heart, soul, human audience. I know, because woke, wasted fam was easy, but yeah. heart, soul, humans already has so many syllables. <laughs> Our heart, soul, humans. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> but before we finish up, everyone, please, 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 we are still running this for you. Share this podcast, share it to your stories, give us some reviews if you're on Apple Podcasts, and two lucky winners will get to receive. What do they get to receive? It's 333 right now. <laughs> they oh, will receive oh, yeah. one free reading from you and I, respectively. Yeah, yeah. So you want some magic for your heart, soul, you humans. I'm just gonna keep come and get your love. Perfect. Mic drop. All right, guys. We love you all. We love you all. We thank you for being here and we'll see y'all soon. (laughs) Bye. Bye.